<laughs> if two guys were on the moon and one of them killed another with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? Well, our flag is on that moon, so I think it's ours. Uh, that's that's like a that's a meme. Oh. Hello, this is the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy from 2014. And our little Disney Plus synopsis is actually uh, not very little. They keep doing uh, this. They keep doing this. It's like several sentences. I just need one. Mm-hmm. But uh, brash adventurer Peter Quill finds himself the object of an unrelenting bounty hunt after stealing a mysterious orb coveted by a powerful villain with ambitions that threaten the entire universe. To evade capture, Quill joins with a quartet of desperate misfits, or disparate misfits rather, Rocket, a gun-toting raccoon, Groot, a tree-like humanoid, the deadly and enigmatic Gamora, and revenge-driven Drax the Destroyer. Whew. Yeah. Uh, Bill Dog, without spoilers, what's your high-level review? I definitely saw this movie, I think, in theaters when it came out. If not, I saw this movie on a questionable streaming site or something back in the day. Um, I loved this movie when it came out. And as much as I am getting a little bit of a Marvel burnout, I did really genuinely enjoy this movie. So I liked it. It was silly. It was fun. It did, unfortunately, have Chris Pratt. um, But the rest was just nice. It was a delightful little romp. You? Had you seen it before? Yeah. So this was the only MCU movie that I had seen before. Okay. So past this point, past this point, there's nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was trying to think of like what I remember of the movie. I think the because I I did also see this I think back in 2014, which now is eight years ago. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I think I I think it was questionably uh gotten i think it was probably just illegally downloaded by like an ex yeah uh i remember characters more than anything like i remember like gamora and drax uh who have groot. drax yeah we love we love we love a groot i love drax dude yeah uh i didn't remember a whole bunch of plot and i kind of understand why like looking at this yeah. um if you didn't watch the later movies and like what the plot like feeds into and also like at the time i didn't know it was gonna f- it was gonna feed into but this kind of time like obviously right I actually there's shit that goes on later. I did not remember Thanos being in this movie at all. I didn't remember that there was an Infinity Stone in this movie at all. I didn't remember that either because I didn't. You just plucked this movie out and didn't know anything about. Yeah, I had no comic experience, so it just I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's a very strong stone. What about my life? There's another bad guy. Just another like, uh, like mystical object. Men and their crystals. You know what? Yeah, and orbs. We do love an orb. Charging up their J.O. crystals. Yeah, the the scenes that stick out in memory were like the the ones where they're kind of like in the police lineup and they're going through all their characters and Chris Pratt gives yep. the middle finger. Gifts. Um, I did remember that Chris Pratt's just an orphan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then obviously like the music aesthetic was very characteristic. The best soundtrack in the MCU so yeah. far. We'll have to Honestly, find out what's yeah. on Balmix too. Yeah, and I, I like I'm excited. I think for Guardians too because I've heard that people like that one even more. And then yeah, like just continuing. It's kind of like we we really enjoyed Captain America: The First Avenger, and then mm-hmm. they continue to refine that as it goes on. So it's mm-hmm. like there are certain you know like IPs in this 
massive cinematic universe where I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm excited for that. I think it's all the ones that don't involve Joss Whedon or Tony Stark are the ones we like. (laughs) And we don't get very many of those, huh? God. Yeah. So this this was nice. Uh, At the time, I think, you know, when this came out, people weren't as hip to Chris Pratt being a bad person. No, we didn't know yet. Uh, And that kind of inhibits my enjoyment. But I mean, I liked the movie. Yeah. I... I would watch it again, probably not like very often. No, but... this was actually almost too often for me. And it came yeah. out in 2014 and I probably saw it like between then and 2016. And now in 2022, I'm like, mm, yeah. that might be good. I think of all of the movies that I could have seen before going into this, I think this was a good one. Like rewatching it didn't like make me roll my eyes or something. Yeah. Like it was, it was, you know, few and far enough between the, you know, I wasn't sick of the humor at, at any point. It, there there were a couple of points, I would say, where I was like, okay, but also this is a serious situation. So, like, are you going to keep riffing? Probably, like, the, the planning scene. But, they did a little know. bit less of the annoying ongoing riffing than Avengos did. It wasn't, like, it wasn't snarky one-liners just constantly. And it was more than one character that did it, so it right. wasn't... And they all seem like characters that would talk that way, not just like Joss Whedon wanting to get his lines in and just like pick character to say it. Right. And like Drax, who's never going to have a very funny one-liner because he takes everything very literally. God, I love him so much. Uh, He's still got enough screen time and definite character development and like the ability to take a, oh no, what's the word? Imagine being able to take a, a team like the Avengers but now we've got the Guardians, and actually give each of them sufficient character, character growth, uh, screen time, interest, depth, complications, and, like, have us actually give a shit about the characters. Like, I was emotional about this movie. Yeah, and you know what? They did it in, like, a tight two hours. Yeah. Wait, how long was Avengers? Uh... It was longer than that. Two this one was two hours, two minutes. And like there were there were only a couple of parts where I was like, maybe it's dragging a little bit here. But yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. Just like this is a big cast of characters and you get, you know, your little exposition and then you see them interact with each other in a way that actually like makes you give a shit. You ready to get into this? Ready to plot by plot it? Let's go. Today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's Sprite when you're really incredibly, miserably, irreparably hungover. Cure what ails you. Get a McDonald's Sprite today. So we open up with a little kid with a black eye listening to Awesome Mix Volume 1, and mom wants to talk to him. Yep. So she is on a hospital bed with shaved head. Cancer, probably? Probably. I don't feel like they shave your head for very many diseases. No. Could be like a, a brain surgery. You had to shave the head? I don't well, know. That's, yeah, could be. Uh, but she looks young as hell. And she says, your daddy was an angel composed of pure light. Yeah. You look just like him. Which at the time. Yeah. Now that we're in spoiler territory, like, I don't know that I necessarily remembered this at the time. But, like, obviously, like, right, what happens right after this is he gets, like, abducted. So I immediately was like, oh, she's an alien fucker. Oh, I was just like, he was so handsome. Fair enough. Like, even though I know. Yeah. That I know. I know who his daddy is. <laughs> Oh, do we get to learn who his dad is? Uh, in two, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, kind okay. of spoilers that we know it, I guess, but I didn't tell you who he is or anything, so. No, I wasn't expecting to get that at all. Yeah, that's like all of two. Yeah. His daddy issues. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because Yondu, 
like what an asshole the actual the only for listeners only the only thing i remember from two besides who daddy is i'm sorry besides who his dad is is the daddy line so that's that's all i remember about the plot i I know nothing else about what happens in that movie that's all that i remembered okay huh you'll you'll get to the daddy line in 17 more recordings (laughs) yeah the the other like important thing in this scene is that his mom gives him like a present yes. and like an envelope and she's like open this when I'm gone and he waits twenty seven years yeah that's twenty six and twenty seven tw- well, skips time skips twenty six and I don't know how long all this okay. movie takes so maybe twenty six and a half ish yeah well I think the the actual events in this movie other than like the flashback I think they take place over the course of like a couple of days okay. Like, that was my, like, I think they stay in, like, a hotel for one night, but the rest of it is mostly just, like, back to back. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was, I don't deal with parent death real well. No, it's a really, it's a bummer of a way to start I was a movie. crying in the opening scene. How dare you? Truly. And then Grandpa takes the gift and puts it in his backpack and says, I got you, Pete. And um, I have a lot of feelings about this grandfather. <laughs> He seems like kind of a dude. No, I think he's a sweet old man, but he's just from a generation where it's like, that's yeah harsh what are you doing listening to music no you can't right. do that P- it's frivolous what are you a pussy right it's frivolous nonsense but it is like he super cares about this grandkid and he never yeah. sees him again he yeah, loses his daughter that... and his grandkid on the same day and he never sees his grandkid again doesn't even know what happened to him well it's also okay so after the, like peter gets like kidnapped by an alien ship yeah sure basically. does and in the the years past this because it shifts to 2014 he probably could go back to earth yeah right like why i'm maybe that gets covered in the second movie like you could do that like it wasn't just your mom that was like a part of your life like especially once he gets his own ship once he gets the milano why doesn't he like once he's a prisoner obviously at like seven or whatever he's not gonna go right whatever which i also love it too because like presumably from like what we've seen on earth so far it's like earth government doesn't seem to know that all of these civilizations exist because there's not like constant interaction there like they are on there there are so many like funky planet names like xandar interacting with like i want to know if any of them are one of the realms that thor maybe i don't fully understand how that works either because like he has his own system of like effort nine realms i think yeah or is it nine rings i'm mixing them up whatever he's got his God, own system there's of- ten rings there's ten rings realms. i think it's nine realms okay if they give me something with eight i'm gonna this lose is, it this is what happens when you have like all of these separate franchises with their own lore and then you're like they're under one universe i'm sorry what I does your shirt confused. say uh yeet or be yeeted okay great i got this at a thrift store i love it so yeah but i think i think four has his own, like think of it like uh, like a solar system or his own little galaxy, even though it's not that, because it it's in different solar systems in different galaxies, I think. Okay. But Thor has his own collection of planets. That he oversees, Realms. basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so that would seem like it would be outside of this, then. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how far away matter. anything. Yeah. But it's just someplace. Point being, Peter, you could go visit your grandpa. You could leave him a note. Yeah. Fucking call, dude. What would it take? Oh, so well. rude. He's too busy being a whore. So he gets slurped up into the spaceship, like, immediately. Like, he runs outside of the hospital after his mom flatlines, and he yeah. gets shoop, gone. How did they know? And then we find out later, like, the very end of the movie, 
because dad sent them to get him. Yeah. And they were like, uh, we're going to keep him. Yeah, but his dad's an asshole or whatever. Yeah, that said. was good. Yeah, that was funny. I do love that Sean Gunn is in this. Obviously, like, James Gunn is his brother, but... Who's Sean Gunn? Uh, Kurt from Gilmore Girls. Oh, my God! Yeah, dude. He's I funny. knew it was Kurt. Yeah. I forgot that his name was Sean Gunn. I did not know he was related to James Gunn. Yeah. They're brothers, I think. I mean, it would make don't, sense. Don't That's just wild. Him, yeah, he's super funny. His comedic timing is, I think, grossly underappreciated in general until yeah. this movie. He Absolutely. was funny in Gilmore, but it was a oh. chick show, so no one watched it. <laughs> He was hilarious. He was in, so in funny. More girls, but yeah, it was written by a woman for women. So yeah, like starring women, starring women, empowering women, whatever. Does Gilmore pass the male version of the Bechdel? Probably. 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 I think. I. I think. Um. That's what we have Luke for. Luke and Jess definitely pass it. Luke and Jess. Luke also talked to. I'm sure Dean at certain points. Yeah, but about Rory. Oh yeah, that's fair. All right. Anyway, we'll we'll do a Gilmore Girl podcast some other day. Um, <laughs> so then we see this man with a helmet that doesn't even cover the top of his head. It's an interesting, yeah. Like, how does that helmet do anything? It's magic. Yeah, <laughs> because he just presses a button and it like on and off or whatever. Mm. And it, I think it's got like oxygen and whatever. I don't know. We see he's still listening to the Awesome Mix Volume One, so we know it's our boy or someone who stole it from the boy, whatever. People but, just don't uh, make stuff like they used to. That Walkman has gone through it. I was thinking, uh, tapes don't hold up that well. Actually, yeah. if you play a tape that much, that tape will stop working. Yeah, and this is presumably the only tape he's had for twenty six years or whatever. Right. So, so he's figure. been listening to this tape repeatedly, daily, and it still works. Okay. Oh well. He yeah. takes joy in killing the local fauna like a I, fucking psychopath. Yeah, I have a note about that. So, like, the reason he has a black eye as a kid, because his grandpa's like, or his mom asked him about it. Uh, he got into a fight with other kids because one of them smushed a frog with a stick. And then you cut back to him, like, 26 years later, just kicking little animals. Yeah, just, like, beating the shit out of space rats. Yeah. Wild. Oh, well. Whatever. Other guys show up. They don't have helmets. So... Why yeah, is Star Lord? They're, they're a different species, also. Yeah. Well, I guess he's also using his to like cyber see things. Yeah. I I think he takes it off at a certain point, like once they're trying to like I like fight him and stuff. Yeah. So. Which is like a dumb time to take off a helmet, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So they're trying to take this silly mystery orb, and he says, "I'm just a I'm just a little guy. I'm just a junker yeah. in Ravager garb." <laughs> just kidding. I'm Star Lord. Who? Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun bit. Just I love like, a good who. Maybe you've heard of me. And mm. they're like, what? <laughs> I love men that think they're uh, they're known. <laughs> yeah, and they're not. You ain't shit. Um, then he just decides to turn them into blue mist. Yeah, lots of very powerful zappy guns in this movie. Did um, you notice that his face looked face-tuned throughout the entire movie? No, I didn't. <laughs> it's really creepy to me. He looks uncanny valley to me, and I can't figure out why. I think it's because... A lot of scenes he has probably like markers on his face to oh, do yeah. the mask. Yeah, that's probably on and off. It's so creepy. It's it, I found I found Chris Pratt so creepy looking through a lot of this movie. But then in like other scenes, like in the prison, when his he's never going to wear the face mask, I think he does look more normal. So I think that might be it. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't notice shit like that. So I'm glad that you pointed it out because anytime yeah. somebody wants to point out Disney being sloppy, I just I live for that. Disney didn't own this yet, but you're right. They super did. Disney didn't own this yet. Disney has owned Marvel for a long time. I think since like 2008. 2009? Dude! Yeah, it's been a while 
That's like I feel like why they had so much mo- money for this shit. They bought it after the Incredible Hulk and before Iron Man Two. Oh, <laughs> they were like, no, 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 this is good. In their defense, the the works it was probably like in the works by that point because these these things have to take so much time and like negotiation and like time for the federal government oh, to yeah. be like, yeah, monopolies are fine. I don't know. They were probably not into this movie yet, but they were probably into like. Iron 2 and Thor, maybe? Because they had a year? Mm. I don't know. Anyway. God, that's wild. Yeah. I thought... I thought I don't, I don't. just lost sense of time. I thought that Disney bought them so much later. But no, I remember them buying them. I remember, like, joking that Homer Simpson was a Disney prince. Because <laughs> they bought Fox. <laughs> yeah. They... Fucking ESPN and ABC and, like, whatever. Oh, my God. It's, it's nuts. I don't like thinking about it too much. Monopolies are bad, guys. They're actually. pretty bad, I would say. Uh, that's okay. how we end up with movies like this. No, this movie is fine. <laughs> but no, I love seeing it. Uh, because I don't notice it, but when people point it out, it becomes obvious. Like, there was a a new Doctor Strange trailer that came out that I, yes. said, I said to you. Somebody pointed out that, like, all of the cuts, there's, like, a guy with a briefcase running through every single one. So he runs by him, like, four or five times. Yeah. We're and recording this in May, guys. We are recording this in May <laughs> 2022. Yeah, May first. Who knows Basically what fresh hell? Who knows what fresh hell will await us when this comes out? Like what in things will be in the July? news? July. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that sounds right. July eleventh. Okay, so oh, fuck, I lost my spot. We're on a planet. We're getting an orb. Oh right. Okay, so he's back on the ship. A girl comes out, and after he's done like a crazy chase scene, and he's like, "Ugh, forgot your name, and also I forgot you were on the ship." And she's wearing his childhood shirt, which again, how did that hold up? I yeah. have shirts from my childhood. They have holes in them. They have so because many they holes, are yeah. twenty six years old. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Chris Pratt being shitty to women—that's not new. No. Uh, yeah. It's on board. And then it, after this point, so let's see. The Yondu orb- opens a bounty on him. Yeah, Yondu's pissed. We we get to learn kind of like this was supposed to be a team effort, but it's not really explained why Peter decides to go this on his own, which it no. made him a bunch of like big enemies Problems. as a result. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he did this. Stupid. Uh, idiot. Um, Men. And then we get a, like a bunch of proper nouns that like are kind of thrown at me all at once, like all the names for the planets and stuff. And people are talking oh, yeah. about the planets are irrelevant. Don't worry about them. People what you are need talking are... about interplanetary politics and police treaties. But the, we get like the Cree is a race. Yep. We get Ronan the Accuser, who's our yes. bad guy. Yes. Uh, he's working with Thanos and mm-hmm. Thanos's daughters are being lent to him basically as like hired guns. So we mm-hmm. get Gamora and Nebula. Yep. Ronan wants the orb to give to Thanos, and then Thanos will destroy Xandar. Yes? Yes. Nailed okay. it. And then we also get, I don't think we get it yet, but we get Nova, and we get Nova Prime, who's like the president. Yeah. Okay. And that's the Glenn Close, Cruella DeVille situation. Nova Corps are the Nova Cops. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, pretty good guys. Yeah. John C. <laughs> In, Riley. At the end. At the end. Is, that's his name, right? John C. Riley. Yeah, crazy stepbrother man. Yeah, I call I him love Dewey. Him in this. I don't know why I call him Dewey. Probably Dewey in some movie I haven't seen. So, Yandu tells uh, Peter for the four hundredth time, or not yet the four hundredth time, but it's the first of many that when I picked you up on Earth, the crew wanted to eat you, which is. No, they also didn't. weird because the rest of the crew look like humanoids. Yeah, they did also. not want to eat him. He's lying. Why? Like, why? He's is lying every- because he doesn't want him to know about his father. Yeah, 
But so. he, there's also just a, like, why did you pick him up in the first place then? Like, it doesn't seem like Because his father these... told him to. But So yeah, Yandu did a Peter Quill about this. Yeah. Okay. So Yandu did a, yeah, I'll pick him up for you. And then kept it. Much like Peter was like, yeah, I'll pick it up for you. And then kept it. But there have been no consequences about that. Because, like, theoretically. Yeah, why doesn't his dad care? <laughs> yeah, why doesn't his dad, like, fucking pissed? Yeah. Just like, where's I, I don't my know. son been for 26 years? Yeah stupid it's not like yandu is low profile it should be pretty easy to find him yeah so okay so peter goes to xandar because he's trying to finish out this deal that like yandu worked up and Mm -hmm. he goes to like the broker broker and he's like asking about what it is and then he mentions ronin and the broker is like no i want nothing to do with this anymore get the fuck out get the fuck out uh and we never met yeah we never met like i don't i have nothing to do with this anymore which yeah later on the broker becomes involved again and he doesn't have a problem with it at that point so i don't know yeah i don't know i think at that point ronan has the stone okay yeah that's i don't remember but yeah i I remember yeah because yandu comes back and interrogates him and he's like mocks him which is very funny but yeah he's like he doesn't shove him out but maybe it's because Yandu is a little bit more deadly. Yandu's pretty scary. Arrow. He's got a fancy little like. Holy shit! He's OP, he's, baby. He, I have exactly that written down. He is OP because he has he's, this like little like psychic arrow that he controls that can just like shoot through people. He kills twelve people, one of whom is in a ship with like ten a seconds. Little, a little piece of and wood. It's a little um, anime situation where they're all still standing when he's done, and yeah, then they collapse. It's so fast. Ba-bow. Okay, <laughs> so. We learned that there's a thousand years of war between the Kree and Xandar, and their government signed a peace treaty, and Ronan's like, I don't fucking care. Um, I'm going to do a genocide anyway. Yeah, Ronan's like a nationalist or a Kree nationalist. Yeah, goddamn. So that was just before. But then we find out that... So then so then uh, Quill and Gamora meet. She beats the shit out of him. Then yeah. the small mouthy raccoon and the giant silent tree <laughs> beat the shit out of him. Yeah, because they... Rocket Raccoon has, like, a little screen, and they want the bounty that Yondu mm-hmm. put on Peter. Yes, 40,000. 40,000 units. That is mm-hmm. that is our currency in this movie. And yeah, they, they just kind of throw out numbers later, like, Peter offers 30,000 to some dude. But, like, the, the bounty on this orb that we later learn Gamora is after, like, is 4 billion units. So she yeah. wants that money secretly. <laughs> Yeah. So she's going to backstab Ronan. But yeah, so this is where she we wants get... Out. She wants well, out. Hold on. So, okay, so very briefly, um, just like a great little moment for non-binary people, uh, Rocket tells Groot to put him in the bag, and he puts Gamora in the oh, bag. Yeah. And he says, Learn genders, her, man. not her, him. Learn genders, man. Oh, and Groot's like, nah, I don't think gender's real. <laughs> <laughs> well, Groot's a fucking tree. I love Groot. Oh. Non-binary icon. I think I love Groot so much because he doesn't talk. Um, yeah. Except, like, the later on, like, Peter makes kind of a quip. He's like, that's going to get really old, his only being able to say, I am Groot. And I'm like, yeah. And they say, when did you learn that? I'm pretty sure the answer is, I am Groot. And Groot just nods. That's just funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's cute. I, yeah. Uh, so Rocket all... calls the cops fascists as they're getting I, arrested. I also wrote that down. I, I love Rocket. I, I forget that Rocket Raccoon is Bradley Cooper what yeah rocket raccoon bradley cooper groot is vin diesel i knew groot was some large man large man yeah is drax batista yeah dave batista also do you think 
I don't know. Do you think? Okay. Uh, do you think Drax's actor was just cold a lot during this filming because he doesn't get to wear a shirt the whole time? No, very large men run very warm. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. You probably also have to be on steroids to be in these movies, so I assume that's involved. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to look at Chris Pratt, like, earlier this year that he was filming in Parks and Rec. And no, then he just stopped drinking this- beer. Yeah. I, dude was on steroids. It's okay. Yeah. You can... It's fine. No, it's not good for it's you, not. but, like, it's technically legal. I think, uh... Oh, who is it? Who, um... In the Eternals. He's also... Camille? Yeah, Camille Nanji. Like, he was, like, I think he was straight up, like, yeah, I'm on steroids. Yeah, his, he's, his like, addicted to working also. out now. He's insanely jacked. Insanely jacked for these movies. <laughs> and for what? You could CGI it. Like Yeah, you, you CGI, CGI everything else because everything you won't else. pay for practical effects artists yeah. because you're fucking cheap and you don't support unions. <laughs> hmm. So just CGI it and let these people live, like, normal lives with normal yes. bodies. Yeah. Like, let them weird. be, like, all, like, just, like, watching the X-Men movies and watching Hugh Jackman get progressively more ripped mm-hmm. as he gets older. And I'm like, you have to stop. Him on the cover of, like, men's health magazines <gasps> is fucking Horrifying. scary. Yeah. Horrifying. And that's also, side note, a good point about uh, the female gaze versus the male gaze. <laughs> Movies that yeah. are for men will portray women as, like, super, super hypersexual objects and then say, well, it's fine because look at how sexualized these men are this is not the female gaze we do not want men to look like this it's unsettling i feel like you're gonna crush me um because you can see hugh jackman later in like rom-coms yeah and he is normal well i mean he's still insanely jacked for a a rego i thought the point you were gonna make was there was i think i want to say it was like a tumblr post that had like a men's health magazine and a women's magazine back to back with hugh jackman oh that too and he's like oh that's that is what i'm thinking of yeah he's fucking ripped in the men's health magazine and in the women's magazine he's just soft he's just wearing like a nice little sweater he just looks like a nice dude he's just smiling very so don't argue that this is the same thing it's all for men no it's always all for men we don't i think i would hate if my if like a man had like a six pack and wanted to talk to me i think i would hate that immediately i wouldn't my dms are open so (laughs) you have to be stupid you do have to be dumb okay so they're transported to the kiln they do the police lineup which is a pretty good way to do backstory for us it was Um, fun i didn't hate that yeah it was cute it gave us personality the characters it gave us their backstory it it was nice Mm -hmm. and then john c Riley, or like the guy next to him is just like they seem like a like a bunch of what a bunch of a-holes yeah and i think that line i think a holes comes back later too which i do love it does yeah so rocket doesn't know what a raccoon is which is um kind of heartbreaking actually yeah oh rocket's backstory is kind of heartbreaking Sad. actually yeah well like in the lineup they they mentioned that he was like the result of like genetic right illegal experimentation. Yeah. yeah and like as you go through the movie like it's kind of shocking and i didn't pay attention to this the first time i watched it i think just like how smart rocket is because like they later on like break out of the prison and he's the mastermind of like a bunch of these plans and he's just like building bombs and shit all the time like he's very intelligent so yes he is wicked smart he's like engineers things from scrap okay so then we get um a good instance oh i typed diegetic in the group chat in all caps i didn't mean to i meant to send that to cam (laughs) That's fine. We don't need to explain that. <laughs> no. Okay. So then we're so we're going through security and we see some guy has Peter's cassette player. Yeah, his Bachman. And we get one of many examples of diegetic music in this, which I really appreciate. Diegetic music is 
Dutch Jack music is when there is a source of music in the movie that the audience also hears, so like a radio, a cassette player, etc. I I don't know. I just always think it's very nice. It's cute. It's a good tie-in. I love it. I fucking love Dijek music. When you like, you hear like very mood-setting music, and then the camera pans over, and there's a band, and it's like, ha. They yeah do, it's so fun they do it and like there's a very specific scene in midsummer where they do it and it's like flute music too so you i haven't seen like, midsummer because i'm a baby that's fine but it's just like mm-hmm. this very like mood setting like flute music as they like enter the camp and then it pans over there's just people playing flutes yeah like, like this is real that? it's happening yeah i love it so we get the like audio over of the music and then it continues as non-diegetic music but it continues as they're walking through the prison um chris pratt is Again, ripped beyond belief, and both Audrey and I are like, "This does nothing for me. This man is not attractive." What a I'm sorry. Relief to not. It was be so weird. I, I, they like took his shirt off, and I was like, "Is this gonna be?" And I was like, "No, no it's not gonna be a thing. I, I don't care." I don't know what it is about him too, because he like ticks all of the like he you like, know on paper European like beauty standards or whatever. Sure, but it's it does nothing for me, and that thank you. Yeah, it was absolutely wild to me. I'm like, on paper, this is. Like if this if this scene was fucking uh Captain? Yeah. No, if it was Chris Sick. Evans getting sprayed with mysterious orange Four? fluid. Yeah. Yeah. But Chris Pratt, yeah, did nothing for me. Anyway. Yeah. Um whatever nightmares the future holds are dreams compared to what's behind me, Gamora says. Everyone in prison wants to kill Gamora because like a lot of them have had family members get killed by Ronan and or everybody know yeah, or Thanos, and everybody knows that she works with them. Yep. And then someone threatens Quill. Groot fucks him up as Rocket talks shit. Because Rocket has escaped 400 million goddamn prisons. He's going to get out of this one. He's going to collect his Quill bounty. Okay? So he needs to be alive. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking Groot just like sends a stick up somebody's nose. Yeah. It's so He's like such a gentle giant sometimes. And sometimes he's scary. There's some shit where like Groot is, uh, he's fucking brutal. I love, I love it. I love it. It's really, it's really funny. I like the contrast. So no one's protecting Gamora, um, and she's trying to look really chill, and she gets her own private cell while everyone else is sleeping in a big big pile, cuddle puddle. doesn't fucking help. No, they get her out somehow. Um, I don't really understand how this prison is organized, because, yeah, all the dudes are just sleeping on top of each other. It's weird. But they do say, like, they don't care what we do to each other. Yes. The guards don't, the guards care about not letting people out, not about, like, what they're doing, really. So Drax steps in to defend Gamora, and I am confused, until he's like... I want to kill her. I want to kill her. And then eventually, I want to kill her boss. Yeah. And all we see of Drax before this is, like, he's kind of sitting alone by himself. And then when he's Observing. introduced. Yeah. When he, like, interrupts the people trying to kill Gamora, they're all just, like, instantly afraid of him. Just like, here, here, you can have my knife. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he keeps it. Yeah. He keeps it. knife. Like, yeah. <laughs> we find out it's four billion units for that fucking orb. And they agree to escape four ways. Or they agree to escape, and then they agree to split it three ways. Excuse me, Groot, four ways. Yeah, Drax doesn't care about the money. He wants to kill Ronan, and basically the way that Gamora gets him to not kill her, and Peter kind of helps out with this, is she's like, I like she's the only one that knows like how Ronan's stuff works right now. Mm-hmm. So like she is the best chance at basically taking him down. Yep. And excuse me, uh, Ronan kills the prosecution attorney. At the very beginning of the movie, the guy he no. like hammers and like his blood goes down into like a weird like a rivet. Oh, I hated that. That was kind of fucked up, huh? Yeah, ritual sacrifice, ritual baby. Ritual something, and then a cleansing, and then a powdering. Blah. 
Yeah. And then war paint. Well, it's it's the weird nationalism shit where it's like they I think they mentioned at a point. Very he, ritual. Like, he very like uh, stringently adheres to like rituals and stuff like that. Whereas, Tradition, like, yeah, you're right. His gut, the actual government of his planet, like signed a peace treaty with these people. He just doesn't agree with it. He is in front of Thanos with some guy who's like, you fucking failed. You let us down. You need to be yeah. held accountable. What's your plan to get this orb back? And he's not being unreasonable. And then Ronan just fucking murders him. Yeah. <laughs> Splat. This is a guy that like presumably has worked for Thanos for a while too. And Thanos is yeah. like, hey, you killed my dude. <laughs> or yeah, like not even. Like I don't think he cares. It's <laughs> kind of annoying. Gonna have to find another dude. You gotta find. Um, like- he does call Gamora his favorite daughter. And Karen Gillan is right there yeah she's like not happy about that but it's also like okay i don't understand her motivations necessarily because later on and i you know like trauma bonding whatever she doesn't like that gamora's the favorite but also later on when ronan kind of gives her the opportunity to turn against thanos she's all for it she's hot um yeah i think she might i think she might have some bad brain i think she might be like programmed to kill which is what i she's like i'll help you destroy countless whatever's later yeah she and gamora have like body modifications and they've been raised to be weapons basically. yeah they're like m- mega cyborgs she's like messing with her arm during this scene even oh yeah there's a scene later on where gamora gets like or not gamora nebula gets don't do it no i know what you're talking about we'll get to it Ugh, okay because it's a whole fucking thing that i want a goddamn address i'm yeah. sick of these goddamn movies doing it okay <laughs> so they're like sitting at a table discussing the three. The, we're cutting back to the prison. We're discussing the three things they need to escape. They need um, the guards' arm, arm control. Yeah. They need a battery thing from some wall fixture, and they need some guy's leg. Prosthetic. Leg. Hey, this actually um, isn't a funny joke, Rocket. You need to stop doing this. It that is ableist. Yeah. yeah. And he does it later again with some yes! guy's eye. <laughs> like, and it, the only part of it's that funny is that Rocket thinks it's funny, and it's like you're a weird little dude yeah. but no it's not funny and i'm glad that peter does the second time at least go no 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 no. you can keep your eye we're not doing this again Fucking we're not we're not taking yeah. away aids uh yeah the <gasps> the the comedic bit in this scene that works really well is rocket is like explaining all this you see groot in the background reaching for this panel to get the battery incredible and it's so good He's, like, belaboring the point. We must get the battery last. The battery is going to yes. set off all this other stuff. And then Groot's just like, got this for Got you. it. I love Groot. you. Happy to help. Yeah, so it, everything goes into chaos. Like, they have to get the other pieces and then get into the watchtower, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of lots of fun fight scenes, I will say. Yeah, Drax has been fucking waiting for this day, dude. And Drax, it's very apparent. It's a good time. It, He's just like, let's do fighting, baby, and just demolishes people. Groot does say, I am Groot, and his mouth doesn't form the necessary shapes to make those sounds. And I'm just wondering, mm, why? I don't necessarily know how, like, trees' vocal cords work anyway, you know? Well, you would need to do an... Like, with your mouth? To make a ooh. You need to, yeah. like, if you make one now, you'll make a kissy face. You need to make a, a circle. So, I don't know, dude. But he just talks like a fucking Muppet. Yeah, that's true. Open, close, open, close. Like a fucking Pac-Man. Okay. Um, annoying linguistics. So Gamora very possibly removed that. I thought she was going to just take that man's entire arm when he said it's internally wired. The yeah. guard arm thing. She must She's have like, done something. I thought she was just going to rip his arm off and hand the arm to Rocket, but she didn't. So she got it separately. But I, I don't know how else she would have gotten it. I, think I don't she know did how she did to, that. She had to rip something. 
Uh, Gamora jumps like 40 feet from a ledge to the watchtower. Yes. And then she never does that again, which is... Mm. Yeah. I feel like that would have been useful at other points, too. But yeah, she only yeah. does one time. Weird. Uh, Drax says, spare me your foul gaze, woman. Everything he says is so good. I love this character, dude. Yeah, truly. <laughs> which I'm sure means he's going to die eventually. Hey, <sighs> I hope not. They take everything that we love. Yeah, we find out that Drax's people are very literal. It's going to go over his head. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I'd catch it. Shut up. I love him. I've seen that I love gift, him so think, much. Like, it's yeah. so cute. It's fun. The one-liners then, in this are good. Yeah, it is very annoying. So they do a, an okay mix of showing, not telling, telling, not showing. But then they literally shut off the gravity. They give us a panned shot of everyone floating, and then they're still not floating in the guard tower. And Zoe leans in to say, oh, you turned off the artificial gravity everywhere but here. I unnecessary mean, i think it's kind of okay because like i didn't necessarily put together that this was like out in space and not on a planet oh i just assume any planet has fake it has different levels of gravity anyway so i didn't know i mean factually yeah but yeah i have no idea like how that the, whenever you have movies like this that take place on like multiple different planets they don't really they don't really take the time to be like yeah, there also is oxygen here, which theoretically there probably shouldn't be. There's a lot of very confusing things that we do with oxygen in space. Yeah. Sometimes Quill can run around with only his helmet and no other protection on his body yeah. in space. He doesn't need a pressurized suit or something? Yeah. You know, I don't really know. It happens like three times because he, it happens when he's saving Gamora, too. There's like a particular scene in Event Horizon that comes to mind where like, yeah, you can't just like float around in like space and be okay afterwards i'm pretty yeah sure. they go back and forth on what you need to survive out in space yeah. I, I don't i don't understand it anyway yeah so they get he, out but like well, yeah, he, yeah yeah he does go back for his tape players so we learn the tape player is very important blah, fucking blah. stupid because he doesn't trust gamora he doesn't give her the orb well it's really funny too because drax is like he must be going back for something really important he gets on the the ship and he he's like yeah this is what i was going back for my walkman and drax is like you're an idiot yeah I love it. Um, she won't tell them who the buyer is. She calls the ship filthy. He says, with a black light, the Ooh, ship will look like a Pollock painting. Disgusting. Yeah, it sure is. Also, I've told that joke like 500 times and I'm really mad now. Did I learn it from this movie? You couldn't have. I think they also said that shit in like a bunch of other stuff. Also, just like looking at a Jackson Pollock painting. Come on. Yeah. I, that yeah, guy had I something call him. on his mind. <laughs> yeah, I think he's dead. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, the... The kids, so they land on the mining planet where they're mining for organic matter from the inside of this giant skull. That shit's really cool, actually. The nowhere. The nowhere. Yeah, it's, really cool. it's like an old celestial being's head. Yes. I think that shit's Sick. really neat. But yeah, it's kind of, oh, I, it's a lawless, like, place. Like, that oh, yeah, was, yeah. like, Amora made a point of, like, saying that. It's like, it's a bunch of, like, creepy people doing things that wouldn't the be The most legal. dangerous people doing dangerous jobs. So, yeah uh quill tells everyone to guard their wallets and instead of guarding his wallet groot is like oh little girl you come up to us i give you flour yeah he's such a soft baby uh they have to wait for the the collector's assistant to come get them basically which i don't really understand that was weird yeah but they all go get drunk and gamble yeah and then um i start typing in all caps i do not want a fucking romance between quill and gamora no no stop Neither does she, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she, she says, really I know pissed. who you are. I'm not some starry-eyed waif here to succumb to your pelvic, pelvic sorcery. sorcery. Yeah. I'm going to go tweet Gross. pelvic sorcery from the MCU account right now. Go for it. Yeah, I was really worried about that, too. I don't I don't need it. You know? 
It's not necessary. It's fine. So there's a fight between Drax and Groot. No. Drax and, Ra- and Rocket Raccoon, basically. Right. And Groot Groot's is always there because he's like, defending. Yeah, Groot's always there to, like, back up Rocket, basically. But Drax, who is very literal, has called Rocket Raccoon vermin. And then Rocket starts, like, he's, like, almost crying. Like, talking about how, like, everybody. The shit he's been through. Yeah, all the shit The way he's, he's treated. Through, how people treat him because he's a raccoon. But he doesn't know what a raccoon is. No. But he knows that everybody's calling him a rodent, basically, which I don't think yeah. is even true. I don't think raccoons no. are rodents, but it's sad. And then they kind of, they have like every every ensemble movie basically has a moment where people aren't getting along and then it's a little bit sad. Peter sues that or calms this down and in a bar full of mercenaries loudly shouts that they're looking for a four billion dollar bounty and there's no consequences yeah, to that I which really, is wild i really thought there were going to be consequences to that because he's saying that and i'm like shh but yeah the four billion like you would think somebody else in that bar is like hey we should rob those guys yeah i would murder you so fast for four billion dollars love you yeah i would not, be dead i'm not a, i'm not a mean person i'm not a violent yeah. person but four, $4 billion dollars is a lot of four billion of anything is kind of a lot i'd do it for a million fuck thanks okay so then we meet tanalier tavon the collector played by uh, del toro yes um absolutely iconic role in my opinion yeah masterful so memorable this this character i did remember but also because we got it we got him in a um after credit scene of yes when they're delivering another infinity stone so this would hypothetically be the second infinity stone well i think when when they gave it to him too he was like two down four to go or something like that also so this would have been the third i think this would have been the third which that starts to get five? questionable. I think there's six. <gasps> but there's right. only five fingers. I thought it was on a glove. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. I don't... How dare you laugh at me? <laughs> well, like, that... I mean, that's actually a very, like, reasonable, like... How uh, many infinity stones? Six. Maybe there's one in oh, the Oh, there's middle. one in the back of the... There's one here. Yeah. On the back of the, the middle of the hand. This is not a visual medium, but we are just both pointing to the backs of our hands. <laughs> we both lifted our hands and tapped them at each other for an unnecessary amount of time. Silent. Okay. Uh, I, so, <laughs> so the Infinity Stones, I don't understand. Are they all little rocks? Because the Tesseract yeah. was like a big box. The Tesseract isn't an Infinity Stone. Unrelated. Oh, well, what's the, the like arc thing from the ice people? The Frost Casket. The also frost- unrelated. I thought that's what they were bringing to him when they were like infinity what the fuck is any of this i don't care no i don't know whatever i think the infinity stones are their own things the frosket and then what wait did you say arc reactor earlier arc covenant i don't fucking know <laughs> we've we've only been off for like two weeks and i don't we know took what... one week off yeah. one so it's been two weeks since we last recorded i don't remember i who cares i don't remember shit anyway shit. but no i, th- I think the 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 Infinity Stones are their own thing. There's six of those. The Frosket is a Jotunheim exclusive. Okay. It's their speciality. Tesseract was the other thing. Tesseract. That was I don't the remember thing what that is. That the Nazis had that then okay. I don't know. I don't Is it oh I was about to say, and the Allspark. Nope. What the fuck is that? That's from Transformers. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm trying to think. Like, what so is, then there's unobtainium, right? And <laughs> so what did what did uh, Sif and what's his face bring to the collector? In that was an Infinity Stone, wasn't it? 
Was that? No, a- they're right because they brought the blue cube to him. I don't remember, dude. Oh, oh no. Fuck. None of it makes any sense. Dude, we're only like six movies in and we're confused. <laughs> I'll DM someone. This is what happens when you have all of these different properties and you put them in one universe. There's a bunch of... Okay, here's the thing. There's a bunch of, like, scary objects with a lot of power. I think we just leave it at that. But the Infinity Stones are the scariest. Uh, Well, also, we get a little bit of a background on the Infinity Stones because when the Collector opens up the orb, he's also projecting, like, information about it, which I thought initially was coming from the orb, and that's... I don't like I don't think that's true but basically like the infinity stones this can destroy like organic matter or something like that yes if they touch the planet they wipe out everything on the surface of that planet which means if you jump jump, are you good (laughs) if you just jump for the length of the time (laughs) just like mm -hmm. Peter's got rocket boots could he just hover (laughs) that's a good question but uh so it like shows somebody holding the infinity stone and kind of like internally combusting and then Mm -hmm. they tried to do it where they had a group of people connected and that comes into play later and they still like died (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh yeah so it's big scary and then you have yeah something about there being six i couldn't follow this part it was very confusing when they're like describing how they were forged they were like there are six singularities oh there were like and then yeah something forged them into ingots when, when the universe was formed or something like that yeah it was i didn't follow that at all i'm know. gonna have to do some wikipedia and figure it out i don't care enough i'm gonna six get myself spoiled language. I, yeah there's six rocks and then uh pratt pees himself a little bit yeah okay I think I would find uh, Peter Quill's lines a lot funnier if it wasn't Chris Pratt and I didn't hate him. Yeah. Also, he's just like, he's a gross guy. This is a great movie for kids because, well, it's not because it's violent and a lot of swears. Yeah. Let, also, but let Peter is, Quill say fuck. There were a couple of moments where it looked like he, he just, gonna, what the F? And it doesn't cut immediately. So there's no reason for him to have just said that. Yeah. I I also, like, I realized this recently because people were pointing it out about, like, Moon Knight, which is coming out currently, where, like, there hasn't been an F word in an MC- MCU movie, I guess. Which you're really? you're allowed one if it's PG thirteen. So like, why not throw it in there, baby? Just Let's go. A little spice. Just throw just a fuck go. in there. Just you can borrow one from this podcast. We've certainly <laughs> said it seventeen times this fucking episode. Oh, if we just fuck. had like a fuck word count, oof. <laughs> like ding ding ding. <laughs> just like in the corner of our little like okay. stream. Okay, I have an answer. The casket is just a magical object, no relation. Okay. The Tesseract is related to the Infinity Stones, but he won't tell me why because it's a spoiler. Okay. That's a nice person, then, for, like, stopping. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want Whatever. spoilers? Then I won't give you spoilers. Like, that's, an- that- that's nice. That's refreshing. I usually just want to know if I'm being honest. If I've asked a question, say, this is a spoiler. Do you still want to know? Yes. Yeah, if it's, like, a very specific thing. Like, this isn't... Who lives, who dies, who tells your story. This is, what's the relation of this confusing object to this other confusing object? Yeah. yeah Remember last cool. night when that, or the Friday night when that man was like bisexual women who know too much Hamilton? Do you know a lot Who lives, who dies, who tells your story is a Hamilton reference. Okay, oh, so. sicko. You yeah. fucking pervert. I've dropped so many of those in, throughout these podcasts. I have so many little Easter eggs that I didn't realize that I just say all the time. I've never seen Hamilton and I never will. Don't. It's not good. <laughs> cringe it's not good i don't want to watch edutainment rap battles yeah it is a big um lynn you cast yourself as the lead lynn manuel miranda is cringe yeah sorry lynn you're like a sweetie but i would like less okay so drax calls ronan 
Wait, no, sorry. Yeah. Everybody gets Someone calls mad someone faithless, go, which is funny. Everyone gets, like, Drax goes off on his own. He's not part of the collector's stuff. He calls Ronan because he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm drunk. Let me call my ex. But, like, the <laughs> guy who killed my ex. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Karina grabs the stone yeah. and explodes the collector's Which, in house. her defense, the collector's really awful to her. Yeah. She, she will not be your slave anymore. Yeah. Boom. Because, like, early on in the movie, she's, like, cleaning glass cases in preparation for people to arrive. And he's Do you like, have elbows? Do you have elbows? And it's like... Did you notice the girl in the cage next like, to her? It looks like her, yeah. No, no, it was the hookup from the beginning of the movie. She's still wearing his shirt. Oh, shit. No, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fuck. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah he's got like yeah. fucking dogs wearing NASA like spacesuits and shit. Yeah, like that. I, that's actually like a known thing, a known dog. Um, I thought it was Laika. It's not. It's like an MCU dog. Oh, okay. Like a little Easter egg that I don't I don't well, get. Well the dog's okay after all this, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I Googled who that dog was and I didn't care about the answer enough to write it down apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we never see it again. It was just like a, oh, do you read comics? Here's a fun thing for you. I, I enjoy nice. when they do that. Like, I don't Me read too. the comics, but I imagine if I did, that would be really fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, also, the uh, the shield that I found really annoying in Iron Man 2, that he like the, the yeah. captain shield he has, that apparently was to mock Marvel fans. So I take it back. Great. I don't hate that they did that. That's great. Marvel, do more of that. It was to mock like Marvel fans trying to read really far into shit, right? Yep, exactly. That's- good i that's funny i love the idea of putting in like because people are fucking conspiratorial anyway just like mm-hmm. put little hints of stuff just to throw them off that's what i feel like i would do that if i was in charge of like oh also kevin fage if you're listening uh i want to i want to get fage isn't it fahey is it really i don't know i thought i knew until this I moment it was kevin fage i don't know kevin Can't cut this out if i'm wrong but like he's out there planning <laughs> the next 10 years of these movies dude they've only been doing it for 14 let me have a this say. is like this is like when you so we we've only been recording this for a few like three months something like that yeah this is like being on a third date with someone and then being like so i'm thinking a june wedding that's how i felt as an mcu podcaster reading that tweet yeah trapped <laughs> well the the fun thing is we already have our podcast like uploads planned out through like halfway through 2023 yeah um and that's may 2023 is spider-man no goes home but no goes that's if we take (laughs) no goes home that's if (laughs) that's if we don't take any breaks and if it's one we do entire for like tv series for season just like entire wandavision season one if that's one episode then we're on track this is bad dude we're We're in trouble it's funny though (laughs) this is peak bit off more than you can chew yeah and like i don't know the release schedule either but like obviously they didn't release anything in 2020 and if you look at like all the stuff they did in 21 it just fucking explodes and there's like several things coming out this year and i think there's like several movies next year too like guardians 3 is next year damn yeah i'm really excited because that means another great soundtrack for me to yeah that'll be fun (laughs) enjoy apparently cam has this soundtrack on vinyl fucking nerd oh that'd be great actually that'd be a great vinyl okay so um ronan does not want the infinity we find out he doesn't want it for himself he just wants to destroy xandar um ronan doesn't want to give him the infinity stone oh that's it yeah okay so well ronan didn't oh, know what the God, orb was so much ronan didn't know what the orb was originally 
He didn't know it was mm-hmm. an infinity stone. He thought it was just a thing that Thanos wanted. So their arrangement yeah. was that Ronan was going to bring him this orb, and then Thanos promised that if he brought him the orb, he would destroy Xandar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once he learns that it's an infinity stone, he's like, I can just use this to destroy Xandar. Why would I bring it to you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, fair. Yeah, They're all fair. a bunch of villains, so, like, why would they trust each other? Well, I, I would think fear of dying to Thanos, the most powerful being in the universe, should be sufficient. Listen, but whatever. he's got a big head about him. It, once he has an infinity stone, he thinks he'll be fine. Hey, the thing Sif brings to the Collector is at the end of Thor 2. Okay. Because that red mist shit. That's an infinity stone? Is an infinity stone. Okay. So do- so they bring it to the collector to keep safe, which means now that the collector's spot has blown up, that red thing has been exp- has been exploded. Yeah. These tips, I will credit you. Thank you, Jim Tasty. So. We did it. Okay. So in the rubble of like his collection, he should really be sifting through some stuff. Right. Because I think he, I think that also was his second one. So he's got another one in there somewhere too. Yeah. So. He's just so like sitting a, a in the rubble. questionable one, the red one, and now the purple one that they took. Well, that Ronan takes. Yeah. And there's an unspecified one that he already had. Okay. And yeah. Okay. Okay. Is one of them in Vision? Vision's an X-Man, know. right? I don't want to answer any of these questions, okay, but great. he's not an X-Man. I know what okay, he great. is. Okay. And you're going to hate it. Okay. But he is not an X-Man. I'm going to hate it. That's great. Okay. You're going to hate it so much. Okay. So uh rocket wants to flee Groot says we got to save quill and gamora there's only two of us and drax is like three yeah king i do love drax he wants to make up for it um he drunk called bad man (laughs) i think he must have put out a blast because quill's there or um yondu's there too yeah yeah that's a good point and then we see um gamora floating in space dying and yes. Pratt does a little self-sacrifice, potentially. He's not super sure how it's going to go. Because Nebula's to real save her. aggro. And, like, yeah. she sends all of these, like, bad She's guys spicy. and space pods to, like, get her. But, yeah. Yeah. And she does. Because Gamora's also the, the, like, one person in this group that's like, we have to take the orb to the Nova Corps. <laughs> She's the only one with a moral... Yeah, the rest of them are like, anything. yeah, but if we do that, we're going to get arrested. Which, later on in the movie they wipe their like criminal records because they're like thank you for saving the whole galaxy question mark and then and then drax finds out that murder is illegal yeah. weird <laughs> that was so cute okay but um this is another situation where the cgi is so creepy i couldn't look at the screen when oh yeah when they're in space pratt is becoming frosty yeah he looks so unhuman it is creepy it really... and i mean technically he isn't human but yeah, you don't know that at this point but it's like yeah. i i do think Cold is not the only concern when you're just free floating in space. <laughs> I feel like I would pink mist if I went to space. Uh, I think you kind of because uh, so I think the reason why you can't be in free space is because the lack of pressure. So like, mm-hmm. there's a certain I reverse of pink mist. You would you I would, would expand. Uh, you would expand to pop and pop. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, I wish I hadn't asked, dude. Well, okay. So do you know what Event Horizon is? Do you know that movie? No. It's scary. You wouldn't like it. Uh, I found it. it. I found it very scary at the time. But um, this guy is free floating in space. And because of the lack of pressure, his blood vessels start like kind of popping out. It's really creepy. I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's yucky. Like but you, it's it's cold and it's the lack of pressure because your body is used to maintaining pressure like on Earth, basically. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. Okay. Yeah. You would die. So Yandu, 
He's like, here are my cords. Yandu saves him. He puts his mask on Gamora, which somehow saves her, I, even I think though her body oxygen, is still. Yeah. And she's got body modifications, I mentioned, which keep her alive out there for longer. But Rocket, and him? Rocket was like, you guys are fucking doomed. I'm out. Yeah. And then he goes and saves them. Yandu collects him. Yes. Um, tells him again, I, everyone wanted to eat you. Stop uh, it. No one believes this lie. That, that part was really annoying to me. He's like, yeah, I'm like heroic. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, dude. And he's like, no, no, no. I think this was really selfless of me. While he's like pinning her to the yeah, ground. He's like on top of her. Get off of her. Yeah. Hey, side note, it would be really cool if we could have um women of color in starring leads without turning them green. Yeah. It actually happens a lot. Yeah. No, and like that we cast another... black women and then paint them blue or green or whatever. Well, is it Stop. I don't remember she's not in this movie, but I think she's in later Guardians the ones the like alien lady who I think she's Asian. <gasps> yes. But they turn it into, into a weird alien to like mask that too like why yeah and it's not and i understand that these characters like gamora in the comics is green green. that's fine but what i'm saying is what if we just had a badass black lady as the lead of a fucking marvel movie would it kill us it maybe it would kill some people and frankly well the sad part is i think they were gonna do that for uh black panther 2 and then that actress is like anti-vax awkward oh shit you're right which like just let lapita nyong'o do it She's in those. Oh my god! Put Lupita in everything. I dude. love her. She's really into she's Final stupid Fantasy. talented. Yeah, she's stupid talented and has a face that I think might actually be a god. She's so. How is someone so pretty? She's so pretty, and she seems okay. really sweet. I don't know. I can't, yeah, whatever. She puts up with a lot. Dude. Yeah, she sure does. <laughs> Do you see the thing where someone like some magazine? She had like a little puff and on the back, like her hair, mm. and a uh, movie. Nope. Uh, magazine photoshopped the puff out and she like wrote a long piece that was like this is my heritage this is my hair it's natural it's beautiful it's perfect i spent my entire life being told that straight shiny european hair was the look and as it turns out my kinky curly hair is beautiful and perfect don't ever fucking photoshop my hair again go off yes ma'am it was also like when she came forward about her experiences with harvey weinstein it was in the midst of like all these other accusations and that was the only one that he responded to at the time where he was like no i didn't do that like the fact that it was a black woman coming forward he had to finally like no i have to set the record straight i didn't do that and it's like well one you did and also Hmm. like slime absolute slime god i didn't know that he could get worse (laughs) but no it's racism look you have to look at you have to look at like a situation be like what's the shittiest possible thing you can do yeah yeah and then harvey weinstein does it yeah Okay. Um, sorry, he says again, the Tesseract will come back to play a role in the movies and it's related to the overall plot in the Infinity Saga. So the Tesseract is relevant and will come back. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I still don't know what it is or anything. Okay. Uh, and you won't tell me. Um, <laughs> Great. So then Rocket has a Hadron Collider or something. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to, you got five seconds to turn over Quill and Gamora or I'm going to start blasting. It's one of the big guns he was making when they were in the ship and he's just like, don't touch that. That's a bomb. That was so I, funny. I loved it. And what's that? A bomb for if things get really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rocket Raccoon is just a pyro, like a pyromaniac. And I do love it. Yeah. Oh, he's so great. <laughs> um, then we get a series of probably the most boring scenes in the entire fucking movie. I literally wrote Z, 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 Okay. I'm interested to think what, to like learn what you thought was really boring because I have a part that I think is really boring. 
the arguing about the plan for way too long, yeah. arguing about not having a plan, arguing about what the plan, the plan will be. Yeah. Yeah. We get um, it. Like, then the fucking pep talk. Shut the... F- now we're all standing. Once... once we- a bunch of jackasses standing in a circle was a good line. Because <laughs> that's how I felt watching it. Once we- You're a bunch of jackasses standing in a circle. Once they figure out the plan and they're like, all right, let's do it. And they start playing Cherry Bomb, then I'm back Cherry in. Bomb. That song's really good for this. I love Cherry Bomb. I wrote in all caps, I fucking love Cherry yeah. Bomb. It's such a good song. They also do Hello Daddy, Show Peter, Hello Mom, Show Zoe. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Cherry Bomb. God, what a great that song. song. Okay. Um, uh, then you have the, the point where like, they're like, we have to contact the Novacore about this, but how are we going to get them to believe us? And he contacts John C. Riley, question mark, that's his name, right? I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, great. Uh, and... Neither of us is Googling. Did you see, I don't know if you noticed this, but when he calls John C. Riley, the contact photo that comes up for yeah. him is really funny looking. He looks startled and dirty. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I want to get that screen capped so we can post it for when this episode comes out. I'm going to change that. I'm going to change your like profile like picture in my phone. <laughs> to Chris Pratt, dude. This one. So this is when he says, I'm, I'm, I'm an a-hole, but I'm not 100%, but I'm not 100% a, a dick. dick. And John C. Riley has to tell that to the head of the Nova Corps. Yeah, Nova Prime. Yeah, and, she- and she's like, do you believe him? He's like, well, I don't believe anyone's 100% a dick, ma'am. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I love you. That shit rules. Like, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so Nova shows up and Peter Quill shouts, they got my dick message. <laughs> yeah, that one's really good, too. Which, like, that, uh, that does not always mean that. <laughs> yeah, don't send people dick messages. You can send people messages saying I'm not 100% a dick, but yeah. I was going to say the the part that I thought was boring was like, I just get really bored during big old CGI fights. Yeah. Just like, yeah, zap, zap, like ships flying around. Like, I kind of get it. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like disillusioned by Star Wars, but. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's boring. It's boring. They drag on. The, like, the big shield was interesting. I like it took way too long to break the big shield. Yeah. Like, he could have done that at any point. Oh, yeah. And, like, the plan was, like, uh, they referred to it as, like, self-immolation or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of is, huh? This is, um, again, where I begin typing in all caps. Because Karen Gillan hasn't had a lot of opportunity to speak this entire movie. Uh, yeah. And now she is. Is there a goddamn reason we didn't let her speak in her natural, beautiful Scottish accent? That's a good point, because, like, they do have, like, they'll they'll occasionally do the thing where it's, like, Nebula talking in native language. Mm-hmm. I don't... And I'm okay with, for the record, I am okay with them saying native language. Because it's just... Because it's not a real and language. it's just alien yelling, like... Yeah. Whatever, but they're not having, She's like, just, like full, yelling at a Yeah, they're not having full conversations that we don't get to know. It's just, yeah, small things. But, yeah, I, I like... Yeah. Let Karen Gillan be like Scottish. Scottish. Fuck. Like, accents they're fun. it's gorgeous and like so many times movies pe- make people fake an english accent to sound like they're foreign old-timey otherworldly yeah. smart yeah why is everyone in thor english that's yeah i don't know there's no there's no england on asgard i fucking hope they certainly tried to colonize it at one point <laughs> if they knew it existed they would yeah i'm sure there's i'm sure there's asgardian artifacts in the british museum as oh, we speak that's why they that's why tara doesn't know that all these planets exist because if they figured it out they tried to colonize it <laughs> oh terrible um terrible. colonizing is bad uh the scottish are also guilty of colonizing whatever um oh, nobody's innocent probably no um I like literally tried to think of one and I got nothing. 
Okay, so Yondu is OP. This is where we get the scene. Like, he yes. kind of, like, crash lands because they get all the Ravagers on board to, like, help them with this. But mm-hmm. it, with the promise that at the end of it, Yondu will get the orb and then he can sell mm-hmm. it. Yondu wants the stone. And that's, yeah, that's a big sticking point to Gamora also because she's like, he's just going to sell it to another baddie. And Peter's right. like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll deal it's with that fine. when we get to it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Yandu crash lands. He does the thing where he whistles and his arrow goes through a bunch of people. Yeah. Great. The anime scene. Sick. Love it. Way OP. And like, then he's done. There's a there's a very brief thing where uh, Rocket is like talking back and forth with Saul, who's like yeah. one of the Yon- like the, the Xandar commanders. Nova. Nova mm-hmm. commander. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty sad. That was really cute and sad. Yeah. Yeah. He goes from, I'm not taking, I can't believe I'm taking directions from a gerbil or a hamster. And then he's like about to die and he goes, rocket. (sighs) Yeah. Sweet. That was a bummer. Yeah, dude. So then Groot, uh, takes down a bunch of people by shooting his arm through a line of soldiers. He skewers like six dudes and then whacks uses that to kill the row to the right, bless you, the row to the left, and then just keeps fucking the people up who are on his arm skewer. Ooh. It is brutal. And then he just turns around and gives a big toothy smile. He's so proud. Uh, he's so sweet. Good but job, but like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they say that the city was evacuated, but when they... But there's like a bunch of people running around. Thank you, yeah. And like when they land, like a bunch of civilians just run up, which is wild. So before they land... We get yeah. the saddest move, the saddest scene in any goddamn Marvel movie. Yes, because they they finally make it to the flight deck and they try to take out Ronan and it doesn't work. No, they try twice. So they try with their hadron collider and then Rocket tries with his entire ship. His entire ship. And Quill lifts him out like a gentlest little baby. Yeah. And then Groot starts Grootin. And he makes a big old nest to protect his homies with fireflies and leaves. In it so they can see each other. And he like and and we don't get the significance of it until Rocket like cradles his head and he's like, "No, you'll die." And I'm idiot. like, "Why? He calls him an Why idiot. is he gonna die?" And he no. He does like he puts like vines around everyone so they're like seatbelted in. It's so sweet and considerate. And he's like, "No, this is good. this is the right thing to do." Oh, what a fucking angel. He says, we are great. And then I cry a little bit and that's weird. Like, why did that happen? Because they actually gave us character growth and characters with complexity for once in a Marvel movie. The power of friendship. Yeah. Bro. How often do we get that? Bro. Yeah, I I cried three (laughs) times during this movie. It's fine. Um, I'm about to start my period. It's doesn't it's not real. It doesn't count. Uh, Which which also means you have a week. Begin counting. (laughs) Seven days. (laughs) So, I haven't started yet, though, so you've got probably 10 days. Okay, anyway, um, Peter Quill, so they're on the ground, this, the, this the tape scene. is still playing, and Peter Quill is like, I know how I'll save the world, karaoke. Yeah, he's like, dance competition, you and me. Yeah, Gamora's and like, Ronan's, no, what the fuck? Why does this work? Rowan's just staring at him like, what are you doing? He's never seen and dancing he, before. I, I, they probably don't have dancing. Just like uh, Footloose. With Cree nationalists. Yeah, just like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that's what she says. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and, and after like he continues uh, dancing and pelvic thrusting at one point, he's like, I'm distracting you, bro. Yeah, it was cute. You big Very turd good. or something, I think. Yeah, you, you turd blossom, I think is the cute. word. So then they shoot the hammer, which is smart. 
Yeah. Because Ronan Ronan doesn't give a shit. While he's holding the the hammer, while he's holding the infinity stone, he's not killable. So the the it breaks apart. Quill and Ronan reach for it. Quill grabs it. It starts killing him. So they all share the burden. Yeah. So we, this took a little bit too long for me. Dude, me too. Like, let's yeah. pick up the pace. We get it. We get it. Everybody grab on. It's like three okay. minutes per person to grab on. And it's only four of them that do. So all those citizens who are standing around, what are we doing, babe? Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then Peter is able to zap Ronan to death. Yeah. And then Gamora puts it into one of their, like, Pokeballs. Pokeball things. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. yeah. Glad, glad we're, we're on the yeah. same page there. Um, Great. <laughs> so Yandu gets a fake stone. They leave. We find out they were hired. This is when we find out they were hired to bring Quill to his dad. But that guy's a jackass. Yeah. Shotgun is just like, glad we didn't do that. That guy's a jackass. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Drax pets Rocket to comfort him while he's crying about Groot, yeah. which is really sweet. And Rocket picks up a stick and puts it in a flower pot, basically. Yeah. Which is really good. I don't know how he picked that stick. And does that mean that if we took all those sticks, we could grow, grow an army There's of Groots? There's a bunch of baby Groots out there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That'd be great. A little forest of Groots on Nova? Aww. That'd be cute. Y'all be so safe. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Quill, we find out now, is half human, half something ancient. Some something celestial being or some shit like mm. that. Because they they looked at they like examined him and he had a different nervous system. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was able to survive so long while holding the infinity stone. And probably while he was able to survive in space now that I think about it. Yeah. With Gamora. That, yeah, that's a good point. Oops. Okay. <laughs> so uh Drex says Ronan was just a puppet. I need to kill Thanos. Yeah. Baby, you're biting right, off a bud. lot. You're biting off you're a lot. Have, you got some time for that. You couldn't 1v1 Ronin before he had the stone. Yeah. But now he has the power of friendship, okay? Also, okay, side note. Mm-hmm. I want to know if the Guardians of the Galaxy video game would be a spoiler because now I want to play that. It's really good. I love these kids. It's apparently really good. I'll ask if it's spoilers. I've heard good... Yeah, I, I've heard really good things about it, but I can't play it if it's going to spoil... Like, if it's a side, like comic story where it doesn't have anything to do with like the saga i would love to play it yeah i've i enjoyed this it's on games pass okay i think that would be really convenient because cam has that yeah i just asked if we can play it without spoilers okay so yeah because i heard it was really good okay so then they like this scene is really cute to me when they're like okay your your records have been expunged but no more crime and rocket's like well what if i want something that's illegal what if no you don't understand i want it more that's still stealing. That's still stealing. And Drax is like, what if I just take out someone's spine? Well, that would be that would be murder. So that that's like the murder. worst one. And he just goes, hmm. And walks into the <laughs> Oh, hey, if you kill someone in space, is that technically like international waters? I don't know. <laughs> if two guys were on the moon and one of them killed another with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? Well, our flag is on that moon, so I think it's ours. Uh, that's That's like a, that's a meme. Oh. Okay, so um, we get him finally opening up his mom's gift. Yes. And she calls him her little Star-Lord. Cute. <sighs> he's, been, he's been trying to get that to catch on since he was like eight or yeah, something. Yeah, that's so cute. And then yeah. he gets Awesome Mix Volume 2, which is another All Bangers. Yeah. Um, like, thank God the guy has something else to listen to after all these years. Yes. And it is annoying because they start at some point... They start calling the the songs and the subtitles just R&B or soul. Okay. Tell me the name of the song. Like, I know them. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Iconic. Yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah great great choices yeah but tell the audience who can't hear what those songs are they probably know them they've heard of them okay so also so like there gamora basically says you lead star lord so she's cute she's very nice she's like actually calling him that yandu opens up his pokeball and finds out it's a little troll doll and he smiles because he's like proud that kid i raised that little scamp this guy okay Uh. it's uh the the game is entirely its own thing so we can start playing that immediately yeah Yeah. and like the main character does not look like chris pratt yeah that's what i'm excited (laughs) for Um, Laura looks different too, and they could have kept her looking like Zoe Crump. That would have been. Funny. I love her. I think she's gorgeous, which is another reason I'm so mad. Why should you make her green? I know you had to make her green. I'm not actually complaining about. She's still hot. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> so she deserves better than Chris Pratt. Please don't, please don't let that be a thing. Please don't let that be a thing. Put Pratt with ScarJo. Actually, they deserve each other. That would be perfect. Put Star Lord with Black Widow. I've done something here. Okay. So then we get Dancing Baby Groot in the immediate credits, not even after credits, which is appreciative. Um, it's really cute. And he freezes when Drax looks at him for some reason. I don't know. And then yeah, I ask. It's just silly. In the after credits, after after credits. Did you know that Howard the Duck was in this movie when you tweeted that? No. Uh, I think when the movie first came out, people were mentioning Howard the Duck alongside the MCU. And that's why I associated them in my mind. That's but so then, funny. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh, that must be why I associated those things. Yeah. You, like, like a week before we watched this, Audrey tweeted something like, put Howard the Duck in every MCU movie or, or put him in the MCU. In the MCU. And I was He's like, in the MCU. yeah. And then we get to this after credit scene and he is. Yeah, I'm I'm mildly embarrassed now, but I'm not deleting it. No, only cowards delete. I'm right. Yeah. He looks very strange in this movie. <laughs> I didn't realize he looked like that in the end credits. It's kind of yucky looking. Have you seen Howard the Duck? I think so. It's stupid and bad. Falls in love with a human or something? I don't think I've seen... And yeah, and... Well, she falls in love back, dude. Of course. It's just B-movie. Um, I missed my chance during this recording to call the ship the Alyssa Milano. That's all. Nice. Okay. Hey, Aaron, what'd you think of this one? Guardians of the Galaxy confirmed one thing and one thing only, is that I'm attracted to Bradley Cooper in whatever shape he may take. And then Cam- I liked the movie. Yeah, me too. It's fine. <laughs> I'm excited to see the second one, but before that, we have to get through a bunch of... We have to watch shit. The Avengers. I think The Avengers is the last one I'm going to probably really hate, hopefully. No, you're going to hate more. Oh, sick. Um... Yeah. Do you remember when there was a shitload of Baby Groot merchandise? I do. Was Baby Groot was Baby Groot as big as Baby Yoda merch? I feel like Baby Yoda. I was about to say. I was about to say that. I think for a little while it was kind of comparable. I think Baby Yoda kind of exploded, but they were also really late to release merch about it. It's easier, I think, to make a plushie of Baby Yoda than of a tree. Yeah, I think I just remember seeing like a lot of Baby Groot gifts i remember when i was in college my roommate was really into guardians and Mm. i cross-stitched her a baby group cute but now you can cross now you can um no i can't crochet i'm a a guru i'm a a gurumi okay hi hi puffy amiyumi do you remember that was a that was a cartoon uh (laughs) next week we're gonna be (laughs) next episode Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. God damn it. Uh, from, t- yeah, from 2015. Hey, spoiler. That, we hate it. Have, Haven't seen it yet? I, we hate it. I, I can't fathom <laughs> Joss not Whedon. hating it. Joss Whedon. But it is our last Joss Whedon of the entire MCU, I believe. Oh, thank God. Yeah. 
And then after that, we get Ant-Man. And yeah. then we close out phase two, which. That's why. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I think we're having Nate and Cam back for Avengers, by the way. So we'll have another loud, rowdy podcast for you guys. Thanks for listening to the MCU Thoughtcast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter, and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.